The time is 8.07. So how well is tourism in Korea doing? According to the Ministry of Culture, Sports and Tourism Statistics, the tourism industry in this country generated over 73 trillion won, accounting for 2.5% of GDP in 2015. Now experts from different countries are gathered in Seoul this week to discuss sustainable tourism based on Seoul's example. We've got a pair of those in the studio right now. Uh, first, let me introduce Ahmed Iwaida, World Bank Global Lead for Cultural Heritage and Sustainable Tourism. Thank you very much for coming into the studio. Oh, thank you for inviting me today. And also Chris Moon, Project Advisor from uh, Seoul in our studio. Uh, the Urban Solutions Agency uh, is here to talk more about this project as well. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for inviting. Um, and starting with you, Mr. Iwaida, can you tell us just a bit more about the workshop that, that's being held here and its significance? Yeah, sure. Um, giving Seoul's great experience in cultural heritage conservation, site management of these unique world heritage sites, uh, urban regeneration and the magnificent increase in number of tourists and spending in local economy, creating jobs in Seoul. Uh, the World Bank is supporting sustainable tourism and cultural heritage. So we thought we invite a number of our client countries where we are doing tourism and cultural heritage projects to learn from Seoul's uh, great experience. So we have this week long uh, 11 delegations from 11 different countries uh, learning and exchanging knowledge with Seoul and uh, contributing also to each other's knowledge. And part of that has been getting on the ground, visiting cultural heritage sites, right? Um, this week, over Tuesday and Wednesday, can you tell us a bit more about what you've been up to? Yeah, we visited two World Heritage sites, the two World Heritage sites of Seoul. Uh, we visited three uh, regenerated urban areas, like the area where this radio station is, is one of the urban regenerated areas some years ago, which showed um, participants examples of... Uh, historical area has been region how it has been regenerated and how some people uh, turned part of their houses into an economic enterprise like a homestay or souvenir shops or cafe or restaurant um, that was one example the other example is a peripheral area so the area at the city fringe uh, it, it's more of kind of urban upgrading of this area or urban regeneration to improve the living condition of people and enable them with basic infrastructure and economic opportunity to start a new business. And the third area was uh, urban regeneration of Brownfield, um, the area and island, island which was a water infiltration site, has how it has turned after remediation into a park. Well, where we are right now is um, Digital Media City in Sangamdong, just to make that absolutely clear to any of our listeners who are not familiar with our location. Uh, Ms. Moon, maybe you can just uh, elaborate on this uh, as someone who knows a lot about Seoul, the importance of showing all these visitors some of these um, cultural sites and areas of regeneration? Sure. Um, yes, the uh, the five sites that we visited, we are currently visiting, are um, the two world UNESCO World Heritage Sites, are uh, Changdeokgung and Jongmyo, which are really, that's, it has quite of a quite a lot of uh, historical significance and re- it really defines they really define who we are as Koreans so Jongmyo is used it used to be a shrine 
um, for the kings and the royal family. And Changdeokgung is one of the most uh, magnificent uh, palaces in Seoul. So those are, and the fact that they are uh, selected as UNESCO heritage sites, I think those are very significant. As well as some of those uh, regenerated sites, like uh, such as Hanyudogwan. Which, which used to be a water purification center. So it's really a redevelopment of brownfield sites where uh, it's really a repurposing of an old uh, site that was utilized for a functional purposes. Now it's been turned around after its life has been um, complete uh, to provide um, uh, leisurely services or leisurely places for our citizens. And that would be um, similar to... Um, Changsu Village, that's where uh, it's really entirely a regenerated site for, um, for preserving a site where people actually live. That's an area that, and it's right next to a city wall that has a very nice view, and it does not hurt the view of the city wall. That's um, the well, traditional wall. Yes. Uh, some tourists who come here might not see beyond Myeongdong or, uh-huh. or Gyeongbuk Palace or Namsan. Right. Go, and, and those are fun and worthy things to do, of course, mm-hmm. when you're in Seoul. But um, it sounds like you would encourage visitors to, to go beyond those too. Right. Well, I think one of the reasons why people would want to visit Seoul and Korea is to experience what Seoul has to offer or Korea has to offer besides the uh, modern yeah. Uh, shopping districts or modern areas that you can see in other countries as well. So, uh, such as Bukchon area or the palaces and Jongmyo, those areas are what makes Seoul, uh, what identifies Seoul um, and the cultural heritage that we and we um, we would like to really portray, convey to our uh, uh, to the outside world. Yeah, I mean, when we think around the world, some places scream out the obvious reasons for visiting like a beach destination for example here in Seoul that there is just so much it's difficult to describe in a, in a in a simple sentence why would someone want to visit i wonder mr iwaida why the world bank is taking such an interest in the tourism industry uh, and why at global level this has become a significant issue yes indeed as you know the world bank mission is poverty reduction and we have twin goals, which is job creation and regional equity, or reducing disparities. So, in fact, tourism is a very important economic sector in many countries, especially developing countries, which have magnificent endowments that still underutilized. So, just to share with you some of the global statistics, and you mentioned the solar specific statistics mm. earlier on. Um, the number of international travelers or tourists now about one billion tourists which is expected to increase to 1.8 billion by 2030. Um, They spend $500 billion every year uh, globally. uh, And this usually goes to local community creating jobs. In fact, that makes tourism creates one of every 11 jobs uh, uh, globally. And half of these jobs, everybody observes, would go to women or youth. So it is uh, employment generating, uh, generating, it addresses gender issues. And if we look at developing countries, because they have the undiscovered uh, endowments or assets or tourism offerings that you mentioned earlier, it is, tourism is the first or second most important export 
income generating uh, sector mm. in, in, in for example in 20 developing countries uh, it is number one or number two most important economic sector because when tourists visit these areas they spend hard currency so it's an export sector because it brings hard currency to the world Ms. Moon if, if it's so widespread and so important it's understandable that we'd want to place emphasis on that word uh, sustainable um, mm. can you take us a little bit further into that locally uh, in terms of sustainable tourism for the soul exactly be. Uh, sustainable tourism like in uh, really I think it has a lot to do with responsible tourism as well so how responsible are the tourists are and how sensitive the tourists are with the culture and uh, the elements that you would you would visit areas that you would visit within Seoul so in terms of let's say our cultural heritage those are national treasures right so we need to be able to uh, maintain them, maintain that, and be able to prevent any kind of damages that may, that may occur. That really means that sometimes we need to control the number of people who are coming to visit and be able to, um, I, w- I wouldn't really want to say control, but be able to uh, have some measures so that our, our national treasures are uh, kept well um, from influx of tourists. Uh, at the same time, I think responsible tourism has a lot to do with cultural sensitivity. So um, pe- um, international tourists coming from various different parts of the world may have uh, less understanding about some um, cultural uh, norm norms around yeah. Seoul. Like w- certain actions might be considered rude here that are not rude elsewhere right. and vice versa. Uh-huh. But But how far do we as locals, and I consider myself a local having been here for a few years now, mm-hmm. how far do we have to be um, flexible and understanding of tourists? Because you know, tourists bring so much value to right. the economy and uh-huh. if we're easily offended, it's not going to be great for tourism yeah, either. Right, right. So I think that being a responsible tourism, I think it goes for both sides, the mm. tourists coming into uh, Seoul and Korea. But at the same time, I think we need to also be aware that different cultures exist and there are different ways. I mean, for, for you, Mr. Iwaida, um, where you're from, maybe you'll appreciate the fact that Seoul has been doing a lot to increase the number of halal food options, for example. Um, even though the, the local Muslim population is tiny by comparison to uh, the population at large. Um, It it, it caters to the Muslim immigrant population, but it also caters to uh, visitors. Uh, And that seems to be a very clear sign of what I was just talking about, that flexibility. Absolutely. You are absolutely right. It not only demonstrates uh, the tolerance to other belief system and religions, but it's smart because when you offer halal food, when you tailor your tourism offerings uh, and services to the type of tourists coming to you, you generate income to local uh, local restaurants and operators and so on. So you attract more tourists. In fact, as we have been going through the uh, touristic areas yesterday, we saw so many, pe- so many people from the Gulf states, and we all know Gulf state tourists spend a lot. <laughs> yes. Well, it, it's true that uh, Gulf state visitors and, and Chinese uh, visitors are often seen as being big shoppers, but increasingly Southeast Asian nations, Indonesia, obviously a significant Muslim population coming here. Yes. Um, just staying with you, Mr. Iwaida, what kind of investment is the World Bank making to, to help low- and middle-income countries in terms of sustainable tourism? 
Yeah, thank you. We our portfolio now in tourism and cultural heritage uh, is about 1.3 billion dollar in about 16 different countries. 11 of them are already here now in Seoul, like Indonesia, Pakistan, Papua New Guinea, Armenia, Georgia, Peru, Colombia, and so on. Um, and we usually give now what's called integrated tourism package, uh, exactly to address uh, the earlier points Ms. Moon made about sustainable tourism. So it's not just conserve a cultural heritage site, or it's not just enable private sector to construct hotels, but it's an integrated way in a sustainable way. So it, it ranges from urban regeneration of historic areas to conservation of cultural heritage sites to infrastructure to make the city livable for its own citizens as well as attractive uh, to tourists and make the infrastructure able to cope with increased tourism arrivals. So we don't jam streets or with some cities discharge sewage to the sea untreated. So it's an integrated package to make it sustainable. Ms. Moon, just a final question with you. You can't really look up tourism in the last few months without coming across China and its uh, alleged retaliation against oh, that right. missile defence. Also, it seems to be a mixed picture. Sometimes locals here in Korea talk of the need for Chinese visitors, but mm-hmm. also complain yeah. of these right. big groups uh-huh. uh, arriving. You talked before about limiting numbers. Mm-hmm. Is it vital to not rely on one country? Um, I do think it's uh, just relying on one country in any aspect would not be uh, the best solution or the best way. Um, it's great to have Chinese visitors, number of Chinese visitors coming from uh, it does give us quite of an economic advantage as well. But it is absolutely needed for us to diversify um, the visitors coming in. So at, uh, as we had talked about in terms of having various options of food and other cultural elements, cultural sensitivity to not only catering to one or two uh, or you know visitors from one or two areas, but more uh, wide uh, audiences, a wide um, number of tourists. Well, Chris Moon, Project Advisor, Seoul and our Studio Urban Solutions Agency. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much. And also, let me say again, thank you to you um, for your interest, of course, in Korea and being here this week. Ahmed Iwaida, Lead Urban Specialist at the uh, World Bank Group, uh, Lead for Cultural Heritage and Sustainable Tourism. It's been a pleasure having you in the studio. The pleasure is ours. Thank you.